The world's economies run on their supply chains. Understanding them is the key to keeping global products moving. Welcome to Supply Chain in the Fast Lane, a series of business podcasts co-produced by the Council of Supply Chain Management Professionals and Supply Chain Quarterly. In this series of episodes, we explore the digitalization of supply chains. Supply Chain in the Fast Lane is brought to you by DHL Supply Chain. At DHL Supply Chain, we're all in on continuous innovation that accelerates digitalization of the end-to-end supply chain. DHL Supply Chain, all innovation, no boundaries. Learn more at dhl.com slash all in. Today, we focus on the Internet of Things. Here is your moderator, Supply Chain Quarterly's Executive Editor, Susan Lacefield. Welcome, everyone, to today's episode on the Internet of Things, also known by the acronym IOT. So we generally, in the industry, think of IOT as um, physical objects with sensors, processing ability, software, and some other technologies that connect and exchange data with each other and other systems and devices um, to help us kind of unpack current trends. We are joined today by Divya Prakash, who is the Director of Business Consulting for Industry 4.0 for the sensor company, SIC. Divya, thanks so much for joining us today. We really appreciate it. Thank you, Susan. Yeah, pleasure to join you. So as companies digitize their supply chains, what are some of the ways in which IoT is transforming the industry? Well, that's a good question. You know, we have seen over the last few years, especially uh, fulfillment pressures are continuing to mount, you know, especially in the supply chain. Flexibility mm-hmm. and scalability are more important than ever. Putting mm-hmm. a premium on the adoption of software, automation, mobile solutions, and emerging new generation technologies necessary to build in new levels of resilience and plan for inevitable industrial growth. Now, mm-hmm. industrial internet of things, which is a part of digital transformation that is happening in the industry, while this digital transformation journey is certainly exciting, it has its own challenges. We are seeing more now fully connected buildings of what we say fully connected supply chain. Mm-hmm. You know, where people want to know exactly what's going on in the, through the entire supply chain. Uh, specifically, we at Six Sensor Intelligence, we make sensors. Our sensors are smart. Our sensors are your connection to the real world. So this is what the IoT's part is, where the sensors connect. So using an automotive terminology, this is where the rubber meets the road. Mm -hmm. We add contextual information to the sensed values, which are read from the sensors, and we are creating actionable data. Now, it's all about creating intelligence with all that data that has been typically ignored. You know, you just used it for automation, but you didn't do anything with the data. So that data is like gold. It is priceless Mm -hmm. when you use it wisely. And that's exactly what's happening with today's computing powers. We, we can handle terabytes of data. Uh, so predictive analytics is coming into the picture to create proactive engagements to keep the operations humming 24-7, you know, with, versus the traditional way you reacted when there was a failure. Technology-wise, machine learning, artificial intelligence to automate tasks that have historically been done manually by operators, you know. Uh, so it's the connected supply chain is, approach is having 24-7 real-time access on site and remotely from anywhere you can access, look at things happening. That's typically what's happening and what IoT is enabling, you know, the industry is going through these kind of transformational changes. Um, I will not 
I'll be wrong if I don't include robotics and uh, AMRs mm -hmm. as well, which are being utilized extensively as well. Leveraging localization to keep track of your assets, optimizing product flow. So there's, there's a lot of exciting things happening. So that's how IoT is transforming the industry. Great. So what are some trends that you have noticed within IoT and maybe asset tracking specifically? Well, asset tracking specifically, let me start with a specific example. You know, there's okay. a major, major shift in, in the distribution center operations since we're talking supply chain here. E-fulfillment yeah. has picked up during the pandemic, right? Most mm -hmm. of the distribution centers are moving towards an omni-channel configuration where they're mm -hmm. doing distribution center and they're also doing e-fulfillment. So at a high level, pandemic has also put the focus on the supply chains and the previous unseen vulnerabilities under the microscope. So this combined with staff shortages and losses due to COVID-19 created the perfect storm for a supply chain crisis. So all in all, customers have become more resilient, collaborative and network with suppliers and stakeholders than any time I witnessed in my career. So now the need is, or I should say the requirement is for manufacturing logistics excellence is by arming the shop floor or the data the, the floor people, people on the floor with dynamic predictive data analytics. Mm. So there are tools like augmented reality, artificial intelligence, or machine learning to deliver higher performance are no longer a future facing topic. It is something that has become a necessity now because the speed of wave fulfillment is moving right now. So real time and related real time remote access became a must to be able to visualize all aspects of the supply chain from receipt of raw goods or materials to delivering that final product or shipment to the customer. So mm -hmm. B2B or B2C as we call, doesn't matter. You need to have a visibility of where you, things are in your supply chain all the way from when the goods are being received and all the way till you deliver it. So IoT really plays in a crucial role in improving your visibility of the entire supply chain is what I'm hearing. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Okay. IoT is your, is as I said earlier, is the rubber meets the road. That is the yes. sense which is connecting to the actual process that you are going to have. Right. You know, you hear about visualization a lot, but it's hard to know what exactly can enable you to actually get better, better visualization. But it seems that using this data from the sensors and um, and processing capabilities in your devices can really help with that. Is what you're saying? Yes, absolutely. So, how can companies use IoT to integrate with robotics and artificial intelligence in, into their supply chain? Uh, robots have been around for many years, so they've been used for functions that were from a safety point of view and other point of view and repeatable tasks. But what we see now when we look across the entire supply chain, we see a potential for optimizing using IoT, a lot more things. New sensors, different kind of sensors and applications for uh, using in this. So, for example, in human-robot collaboration, let me talk about that, because now we're seeing a lot more of uh, humans and robots working side by side. It is necessary to continuously monitor the speeds of the robot as they're going along. And one of those tools is to, of course, having a sensor that's reading it constantly. Uh, so when a per person approaches a robot, uh, it needs to reduce its speed, so perhaps even come to a complete stop. So the most common solutions in the industry which were used traditionally were safety laser scanners. How mm -hmm. programming those have, were very technically complex. We are seeing now, we believe a lot more of the 3D safety cameras are coming into picture, 
could offer a solution for monitoring the entire robotic applications and thereby continuously recording the movements so that you're doing a lot more stuff uh, with humans and robots working very closely, but not compromising on safety. So in the end, the solution will probably involve a combination of different technologies in a system that is easy to integrate and configure. So leveraging IoT sensors and artificial intelligence, there will be no pre-programmed workflows for robots traditionally how they were done in the past. Instead, they will be making decisions independently based on the environment they are in and the requirements of what they're supposed to do. So digital transformation is all, has already fundamentally changed the way we collaborate with robots and we continue to change it. So you will see a lot more new dynamic developments coming in through digitalization. Mm -hmm. We will then be no longer talking about just robot applications or the productivity, how we can increase it, but we'll be looking at humans working together in an overall system, a complete network of collaborative and stationary robots where AGVs, AMRs, and humans work together in, in side by side. Uh, AGVs. Yeah. So the transmission of data between machines would then be allowed, will be self-determined workflows appropriate to situations. So yeah, I know there's a lot of buzzwords I'm throwing out there, but <laughs> right. what, 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 I, what, what I want to say is that, yeah, there'll be a lot more intercommunication and dynamic decisions being made based on artificial intelligence and based on machine learning and on other safety parameters as we look at that will be determining how the AGVs and AMRs and everything will be working, and humans will be working side by side. We, we call it creating safe productivity, right? We want to increase the productivity of customers through safe and efficient processes. And that's, that is what we see it's using robotics in the future. It's a very exciting development area. Um, you mentioned earlier about data analytics, and I was wondering if you could talk to us some more about how companies can use data analytics to learn from the information they collect using uh, Internet of Things devices? Yeah, like, like I said earlier, our sensors are getting smarter. We are getting yeah. much more processing power. We have, we have, and they're providing us a wealth of operational and diagnostic data. So there's no shortage of raw data. Data is, every, everything you touch right now has some digitalization and some digital way of transferring data to us about what they're doing and how it is. What is really needed is actionable data. What do we do with the data? So mm -hmm. once the data comes in, you know, how do we analyze it? How do we see it? So optimization of the data is key. You know, creating trends, heat maps of moving assets like localization within this thing, creating safe productivity, object classification, and using machine vision and artificial intelligence, hazmat label detection, uh, I'm thinking of more examples, essentially filling the middle of the three-tier digital transformation pyramid, right? Digital, mm -hmm. Digitalization is in the middle of the pyramid, but we at SIC are helping our customers in creating a more and more digitalized solution all the way from the shop floor, I should say from the floor, data floor, mm -hmm. all the way to their data floor uh, using uh, multiple methods. Like, you know, if you, from a programming point of view, I would say is APIs, algorithms, cloud connectivity, edge computing, deep learning, there's so many new technologies coming in that we are using to do the big data analysis. And some we can do directly on the sensor level, do some analysis, or others we can push it into a, for a higher level big data analysis in the cloud environment as well. Great, great. So for the final question, I was wondering, what excites you personally about the future of IoT in the supply chain? 
Well, Susan, didn't, don't you feel in my voice the excitement when I'm talking <laughs> yeah, about this? Feel it. <laughs> yeah, the, these are exciting times, you know, there's, mm -hmm. there's so much techno technological advancements that are coming through. There's so many different tools in a box. So IoT has enabled us to access data from any network device on any machine at any facility from anywhere. This mm -hmm. is a hyper-connected network we are talking about now. So the availability of data across the entire supply chain network. Yeah, near real-time access to visualize all aspects of the supply chain from receipt of raw goods to delivering that final product or shipment to the customer, doesn't matter. The opportunities are tremendous and we are constantly developing new application solutions for the industry. So yeah, exciting times, newer technology, newer sensors, newer way of analyzing it, a lot of new tools. So these are exciting times for us. Yeah. They certainly are. Um, so Divya, thanks so much for joining us today. This has been a really insightful conversation and I appreciate your, you taking the time to talk with us. You're welcome, Susan. Thank you. It was my pleasure joining you this today. Once again, we have been speaking with Divya Prakash of SIX. I am Susan Lacefield and you have been listening to Supply Chain in the Fast Lane. Supply Chain in the Fast Lane is a co-production of the Council of Supply Chain Management Professionals and Supply Chain Quarterly. This episode has been brought to you by DHL Supply Chain. At DHL Supply Chain, we're all in on continuous innovation that accelerates digitalization of the end-to-end -end supply chain. DHL Supply Chain, all innovation, no boundaries. Learn more at dhl.com slash all in. Please subscribe to Supply Chain in the Fast Lane wherever you get your podcasts.